The following is a presentation of the Wide Open Mic Podcast Network. For information on this and other podcasts, please go to www.wideopenmic.net. Two players, two sides. Do you have any idea how badly I want to kill you? One is light. Heat, damn it, run! One is dark. We're the good guys, Michael. Son of a bitch. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! Dude? You all, everybody? Let's go, friends. You all, everybody? You all, everybody? Acting like it's stupid people when it's fancy I love you, Benny. But if we can't live together... Nice, as friends. I've always loved you. We're gonna die alone. Don't you leave me. I'm so sorry. Guys, we have to go back, Kate. I love you. We have to go back! You are everybody! Or should I say, you are everybody's! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to We Have to Go Back, a Lost Rewatch podcast. Jesse, your favorite episode ever! It's finally here! All the build up to this. How excited were you? Uh, I just want to get through this. Or should I say, how excited are you that this episode is now behind us and we can move on past it? So great. Yeah. <laughs> just a straight shot to the end now. Yeah, we are on season two, episode two, Fire and Ice. And Jesse and I are not alone as with us, the great Dave Daz. Zippity doodah, bitches. And Fuge to the Nooch. I'm so distracted, but what do you have like five cases of combos in the background there, Das? What the fuck am I looking at? You got a pallet of, of combos over there? Oh, that, the, no, those are those are uh, protein shakes. Yeah, they're protein okay, pro- yeah. shakes. Pro- <laughs> okay, pallet of protein shakes. Got it. Hey, they're everybody, for, how's it going? Uh, they're good for <laughs> breakfast in a pinch. They really are. And of course, great Keith Stewart. How's it going? And again, fire and ice. And Keith, you you loved this episode, didn't you? Um, it was probably absolutely my um, least favorite episode I've ever watched. I, I kind of want to watch another one just to get the bad taste out of my mouth. Huge. Oh, flip, flip him. Flip Everything him. Flip him. Yeah. Flip him. Yeah. Everything, just, about, everything I, about this episode sucked. What about? Okay. I'll, I'll, there's one. There's one part. Now, that Doss, don't tell about. me that this is the best episode ever. Come on. Oh, oh, that's a hill all down. It's got one of the best moments ever. Okay, but what? 30 seconds of poetry does not make up for 40 minutes of just wanting to gouge my eye and earballs out. How could an episode with you all, everybody's, with the butt in the <laughs> diaper commercial, how could that make this episode not great? Everybody's. Yeah, that was fucking painful. The one guy was was having a great time with it. One of the baby dancers was really enjoying himself. Everyone else was not. It's probably the drummer. How pitiful can we make Charlie? Is the is was the is the Well, I think it was like what is like the most embarrassing thing your band could fucking hock and diapers is way up there. <laughs> now Especially there w- if you're all wearing adult diapers for the for the advert. That's pretty Pretty fucking bad. What? What direct? By, by the way, was it just, that director was way too fucking poncy for be for directing a diaper ad? Like, <laughs> we, like, well, where the fuck does he get off? Like, 
All I know is there was something cool this episode. Ugh, I couldn't I couldn't find it uh, in the podcast, Darleton. I believe this is what they were talking about, but uh, there apparently is a reference to something. Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about, Jess? Apparently. Yeah, they just, I think they were talking about the, the painting dream sequence thing and the, the Easter eggs in it, that. Well, apparently Widmore Industries, there was a billboard. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. I yeah. went back and rewatched it twice just to find it. I couldn't find it. So that's an Easter egg for something that'll come up eventually Widmore industries, but that's like the first ever reference to any Widmore or anything. Yeah. It's a, it's a banner on a building in a background. It was when he was going to the train station, right? It's when they leave the TV studio, when they walk out with the director, like when they get fired, oh, I, I went back and I watched that. Oh, well, oh, well, no big deal. I tried to find it. Uh, maybe I'll go back again now that I know exactly where it is. But uh, I thought that's cool. That's one cool thing about this episode. I think that my favorite part of the episode is the Sawyer Hurley Libby little bit that's in there. That was good. We'll so, talk yeah. about all that. Let's get into the yeah. show then because there, yeah. there's uh, there's some fun stuff in here. So, again, season two, episode 12, Fire Nice. Jesse, we're exactly halfway through season two. Halfway exactly. Me. So I gotta correct you. you. You keep saying it's fire and ice, but it's fire and water. Why do I have fire and ice in my notes? Uh, Game of Thrones. I guess. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Oh, it's well. a, a song of fire and ice. It's just in your head. Oh. What's well, fire and I mean, I don't know. Flows better. Uh, fire, and ice. fire and ice is a famous perfume. Fire and water. I'm gonna change my notes so when I die and someone sees this weird file on here and they want to print my memoirs. I'm sure It'll that'll come. happen. <laughs> no one's going to print those memos. <laughs> Some archaeologist is going to excavate your your, your okay, This guy loves Lost. And what try to download it? all your podcast <laughs> files. All right, so this episode aired on January 25th, 2006, one week after the previous episode. Uh, directed by the great Jack Bender, his 11th, third of the season. Uh, it was written by uh, Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horwitz. Uh, the third that they've written together, they everything they've done together, and the second this season. So, Jess, how could an episode written by Eddie and Adam and directed by Jack Bender be bad? Uh, I was surprised that, uh, but they really knocked it out of the park because uh, well, they they did a really good job on it. You know. Well, Damon, Damon wrote uh, Damon yeah. wrote a shitty episode too. I can't remember which one it was. It was in the first season. I was going to use a baseball reference too. With no one bats a thousand, mate, like you're going to miss <laughs> yeah. some of them, right? Like, and then there are just these stories in the pipeline. And if you just cycle up to it on this on this script, like, what can you really do with it? You know, it's yeah. like you just execute it the best you can. But I was wondering why there was such a big gap for Jack Bender because he didn't direct an episode since. Uh, Episode three orientation. Yeah, so yeah. Stephen Williams did a bunch of Stephen Williams did a lot of them. So yeah. he, he was probably working on something. I mean, he does still have the record for most episodes directed, I believe. I think I Steve, mean, I know he's he supervises all the directors on the show, but yeah, still yeah. I was just like surprised that he wasn't like, you know, his number wasn't called like for that big a time. You well, know? Stephen Williams was if if I remember correctly, when we discussed this a couple weeks ago, Stephen Williams was a camera operator and they're just like, go direct a couple episodes. I think that was Stephen Williams at least. And he directed a bunch and, uh, 
he's done a lot this season, but so uh, as far as the cast goes, all of the build cast appear in this episode except one. A couple people were just in the background, but only one person building the opening credits did not appear. Who was it? Anyone? I'm Rose. giving it to somebody else. Rose? No, she's not in the opening credits. She's not billed. Uh, I promise. I don't know who's in the opening credits. Um... Well, who didn't we see? Once once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, obviously. Oh, Mike. Michael, there you go. You know oh, that, yeah. Jess? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, uh, yeah, I kind of, after oh, the episode, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, Michael wasn't in this. wasn't anywhere in this one. That's right. No, he is off looking for Walt. So uh, guest stars the great Neil Hopkins as Liam Pace. Um, I think he's American, actually. I don't know if that surprises anyone or not. Um. Co-stars, Vanessa Branch is Karen. I'm assuming Karen Pace. I don't know that they're actually married. Um, and then Sammy Davis, not that Sammy Davis, as Mrs. Pace, uh, Charlie and Liam's mom. Zach Shatta as young Liam and Craig Young as the commercial director. Now, this officially covers days 54 to 56 on the island, but last episode ended on day 52. So technically... We never got to see what happened on day 53. Guys, give me your best pitch as to what happened on day 53 and that wasn't shown. Anyone, pitch me. I don't know. They played some golf. Played some fish. (laughs) Fucking someone made a fat joke about Hurley. Uh, Sawyer gave someone a nickname. They made push the button a few times. (laughs) Um, If this is what was actually shown, then it had to be less than nothing. You know, if this is what we got in three days, what was it shown? Okay, so what we saw was not uneventful. The baby got you know not really stolen, but they thought it was for thirty seconds. Uh, Charlie got punched a couple of times. I mean, stuff happened. Like, it just that was, was the best part. Was Locke just fucking cold cocking him a bunch of like times? Many yeah. times. Well, they were fucking loud. I mean, it was awesome. They sounded like video game punches. Well, I'm sure he didn't actually punch him. I'm pretty sure it was sound effects added in post. But yes, <laughs> nice. All right, and like we've been saying, this is a Charlie episode. So let's just jump in, man. It opens with Charlie and Liam opening presents on Christmas. And it looks like Liam has all the presents, but then Charlie gets a piano from Father Christmas. Um, then Lee, adult Liam shows up in a diaper, and we'll find out later. Well, why. I mean, his mom put a lot of weird pressure on him in that dream. Like, yeah. you got to save us all, Charlie. Like, no, Charlie was a little kid at the beginning, right? And then it eventually became Don Moynihan because I wonder why yeah. we weren't told in these credits who played young Charlie, just young Liam. I found that uh, interesting. Maybe it really was Charlie as a child. <laughs> so uh, and then we're uh, it's followed by we see their dad cutting meat. We find out later that he was a butcher. Um, they tell baby heads and shit. That yeah. Was- and, and then they all tell him that. Char- Charlie has to save us, save us. 
So then Charlie is now playing the piano that he was given on the island and baby what the baby Aaron was stuck inside the piano. Charlie tries to get him out and then he gets distracted by the voices and Aaron washes away. So Jesse, besides being the same plot as the last porn that I watched, what was this dream supposed to tell us about your boy, Charlie? It's just that, you know, he, you know, the baby's in danger. He's got to do something, but you know, he just makes, he's going to make like catastrophically worse decisions like going forward. And in, in, in order to deal with this, going to fucking Charlie it all up and just, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then, so then Charlie, uh, he tries to look for Claire. She's with John. Does you think Charlie should be threatened by John and Claire's relationship? I think this is all in his head. I think John's hitting it. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that what, I mean, isn't that what uh, Ana Lucia said? Are you hitting yeah. that? I love that. Are you hitting that? It's not. It's not a phrase I use anymore, and it's kind of it's kind of unsavory when applying it to John Locke and Claire. It's maybe the age difference, but he really that much older, or is he just bald? He's just bald. I was gonna say how That's old what is makes he it like, unsavory. He could how, he could be twenty. <laughs> <laughs> how, how old is he actually supposed to be in this? I think he's in his late. He, he, he's he's probably in his early fifties. Really, you think he's that supposed to be that old? I think I think John Locke is late forties or at I least like, early 50s. maybe like late thirties, early forties. Oh, I think no he's got to be no way. I would yeah, say yeah, mid to right. late forties. I would say. Okay. Even no, no, though he, some he, of us on this podcast are mid to late forties already, he's he's, he's yeah. fifty. He's fifty. He's a That's lot old. more spry than I am. He's a good. He's I a fit. Everyone's more spry than I am. Like I got arthritis <laughs> and shit. Like it's not a metric I use. <laughs> Wait, okay. Yeah. Okay. To answer the question though, I think Charlie should feel threatened by John Locke because John Locke is just such a better male figure than he's Charlie. He's a better man. He's, He's just a better man. man. That's what this better. was. That's what this was about. This episode was contrasting the, you know, kind of a, a, a heroic man figure to the fuck up man figure, the fuck up boy, the fucked up boy figure. And I mean, it's not even the, it's not even the fuck up part of it that's bad. It's that he's weak. He's very very weak. He always blames everyone else for his problems. He doesn't ever own up to anything himself. Like it's always someone else did this to me. You know, Very selfish. Like, like just I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit, but the fucking music career, bro. What was his brother bringing to the party that Charlie couldn't have gone solo once he just ditched him? It's his brother, it's, man. We'll like, talk. Actually, brother. I have notes on that, so we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, wait then. All right. So, so then Charlie goes to, to Claire with nappies that he made for her, which I'm assuming is diapers. Um, yes. And he apologizes and wants to go back to the way things were. And she asks for space. And then we go to Charlie's flashback. Any Anything about the nappies? I mean, does he deserve space, Fuchs? Or does she deserve space? Um, Should she have? I mean, does he... Look, I'm I'm not going to claim any kind of expertise on relationships, um, but yeah, leave her alone. Let her come to you. There you go. All right, so then we go to Charlie's flashback. Uh, He sees a baby. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. You're shaking your head no. You're disagreeing or you're agreeing? No, I'm I'm shaking my head like, oh, yes. 
I know yeah, that like, feeling. It, like, what a fucking idiot. Like, dude, I, no, I, I was thinking in my head, like, man, fuck, I wish I knew that at so many times in my life. Dude, I, I, I okay, didn't apply it. I'm like, God, I'm so fucked up. I was so stupid. But that is the first, that be like the first rule of dating. That should be I learned in my rule life, number like, one of dating. Give them space. Like, like yeah. let them be when, if, if in doubt, if you think they need space, they probably do. Well, the rule is just let them be angry. Stop fucking trying to no. fix it. I, guess I learned that lesson like in my 20s one time because we were like on vacation. We were out. We got into this big fight over like literally fucking nothing. And, you know, she stormed off in a huff and like went out. And I'm like, I'm not chasing after this bitch. Like, huh? I don't I don't know this. I don't know the streets of this town. I'm not going like nah, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to stay here and fucking watch cartoon. So she ran off and had her little storm off. And I just sat there and fucking laughed watching cartoons all night. She came back and was like, oh, I'm so happy you just, like, let me be. Like, normally guys chase after me, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just sitting there, like, keeping my mouth shut. Like, I'm not stepping in this one. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I'm not going to be like, ah, yeah, I didn't give a shit about you. I just watched cartoons all night. I was like, no, yeah, like, I just I thought you needed space. So I was, was giving it to you, you know. She's like, oh, thank you. Ah. And then, you know, everything was fun, copacetic from then on out. If I would have chased her ass down through the streets of fucking Southern California, no idea where the hell I was going, like, probably would have ended poorly. Yeah. Lean back when you need to. Yeah. yeah. When you think you don't, should. When, don't when, in doubt, when in doubt, lean back. That's the rule. When in doubt, Dude, when I in thought doubt, it was when I, tap out. <laughs> I thought it was when it's out, make sure you pull it out. Well, always oh, that wow. as well. That's good advice, too. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, I, I'm not that good at that one either because, uh, I'm having a baby soon. So. I was going to say, what does your <laughs> orgasm surprise you? <laughs> You're like, dit, dit, dit. oh, there it is. <laughs> no, more like taps me on the shoulder when, you know, not looking. Mm. And just <laughs> lets you know that it's there. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't want to startle you. It doesn't startle me, no. no just, it used nice. to. All right, so then we go to uh, we go to Charlie's flashback, and he's seeing a baby, and the baby's mom comes out, which is Karen. We find out, um, and then that's Liam's baby. Uh, Keith, did you think that was Charlie's baby at first, or? Um, no, not really. All right, so... I, I've seen too many episodes of this show to be true. <laughs> he made it pretty clear that he's not a dad, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's true. Chance to be a dad or whatever. I mean, I would think he would be an active heroin user and have a baby. So well, this might have been pre-heroin. We don't know. At he that... looked pretty, pretty uzy when he was standing there yeah. looking at the baby. Uh, really, I didn't catch it. I always thought maybe because of how uh, bad Liam looked. I mean, he tells nah, he tells Karen that Liam missed a flight, and then Charlie goes home, and Liam is passed out on the couch well, my, my man was wearing sunglasses in the like 12th floor of the hospital maternity ward eh, like, yes, you're right. hey. yeah but there's yeah. And, and there's a, there was many a times too during their flashbacks where he was um um talking about you know when are we going to get some more and that's the thing the like piano. so charlie clearly does drugs in this but his brother is a fucking junkie yeah. Like, there's a difference, man. Like, Charlie seems like an avid drug enthusiast, but it's not destroying his life yet. Liam's got a fucking problem. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, next we get to 
one of my favorite scenes as Kate seems to be checking on Sawyer and Hurley starts asking about Libby. So, you know, Sawyer calls him Jabba, which is uh, the meanest nickname to date. <laughs> um, but you know, like, like, maybe the most accurate. That's mean. That's mean. Yeah, I like a fat joke, and even I'm like, ooh, that that's that stings a little, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he asked him about Libby. So, guys, are we're all on Team Hibby, right? We all want this to happen. No, that sounds like a social disease. I'm I call honest. it Hurlby. Hurlby. <laughs> <laughs> so then that 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 very next scene. Uh, we see Anna Lucia and Jack walking out of the jungle. So we, we all agree we like Hibby. What about Jana Lucia? Are we on that team? I disagree with the name, but sure. Well, what's what do you, what do you call them? Uh, Lucia. Jack. Anna Lujack? Uh, Lucia. <laughs> Juicia. I like that. I like that. Juicia, that's a good one. We're just Jack Lucia. So would you all be happy if, if if Hurley was with Libby, Jack was with Anna Lucia, and Kate was with Sawyer? Would that make everyone happy? I mean, nothing will make me happy, but that would make sense. Shannon died. You're not happy? Um, Are you over just, it? You know, I'm just less upset. It only took like four weeks for that death to go through because we had her shot. Then we had the others episode, and then where uh, which ends with her getting shot again. And then we have the funeral episode. It's like she wouldn't die. She was like slowly dying for four years. Watching her get shot twice. It's just like fucking <laughs> Ross Butin. The bitch just won't die. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd like I'd like to pair Anna Lucia, Sawyer, and then Kate and Jack, and they can go off and do whatever. And that would be the pairing that I would like more. I'm gonna go ahead and disagree. The best pairing is obviously Libby, Kate. Claire and Lucia. In All four of okay. them. How do you behind that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then we cut to Charlie playing guitar and we see Aaron floating away. Um, so let me let me throw this out at you guys. In the first season, uh, he tells everyone that he can't swim. And now obviously this is a dream because his mom shows up on the island. Um, but Keith. Do you really think Charlie can't swim or did he not go after that girl at the beginning because he had heroin in his pocket? And anyone remember that girl's name that drowned? Anyone? Jennifer. No. No? Jesse, you remember? Sarah. Joanna Miller. Joanna. I was so close. I got. So, so I ask again, Keith, do you think that Charlie really can't swim or did he just spit no, I that because he had I think heroin that's in That's a good pocket? point. Yeah, it's totally it had to do with the fact that he didn't want to lose his heroin. I mean, this is a dream. Maybe in his in his dream he swims. I just I, thought I, it was weird that he took off everything except his jeans, which are like That's a Sawyer move. I, yeah, but like again, the jeans are the most like drag you down, weigh you down type type thing. The shirt was fine. <laughs> All right. So then Charlie wakes up. He's holding Aaron in the water and Charlie slaps him. Fuge, was that slap warranted? Uh, you mean Claire slaps him? Yeah, Claire's. Claire's. 
He said Charlie slaps him. Well, Charlie is slapped by Ch- by Claire. Uh, is it warranted? Yeah, she he stole a baby and he woke up. She was in the middle of the night standing with him in the fucking ocean. Like, yeah, she thinks he was using heroin again. And then this happens. So it's not okay. unwarranted. Yeah, I mean. He what 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 are they mad at? Are they mad that Charlie's using again, or are they that he's you know having this like weird psychotic? Uh, you they're, know. No, they're just mad that he's now a danger to the group when they've got enough fucking dangers right. already. They don't know what's up with Charlie, but they can't trust it. They don't this, care what's up with Charlie. They just know it's a problem. Do we? Well, all of us believe Charlie's not using, right? Uh, I, yes, but they don't. Here's the thing. Does anyone else on the island know that he ever was using? But we don't know. We can't. It's you can't rule out that he wasn't because he's stashing the heroin. But we, I mean, as the watcher, we believe he's not using. Correct? The whole, you know, I don't know. I, okay, believe, we, I actually we, we believe it at the end. I think we're not sure for most of the episode. I, I mean, think we believe I feel like we're we're led to believe that he is not using. And that, like, the situation is, like, everyone's pointing at him like he is, and he genuinely isn't. Like, the writing leads me to believe yeah, it. That, okay, yes, that, that, is, that is right. That is the th- I think the theme of – one of the themes of this episode is, like, can you ever, ever trust an addict? You know, can no, you really, – and the answer is and no. The answer is kind of no. You can't. It, the answer is is unfortunately no. No, you can't. You can't do it. Well, and, especially one that's stashing heroin under like yeah, and the guy's stockpiling heroin. Like you definitely can't trust him. You know, like but, he does not have an insignificant amount of heroin on him. That's he has like he he has like a felonious amount of heroin. <laughs> yes, like intent to distribute. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this is not personal use heroin. This is. <laughs> but I, I disagree with you guys. I actually think that he uh, is using, I, and I assume he's using. Oh, he's okay, hiding. good. Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah. So someone else. They, it, it's not entirely clear. I mean, I mean they never they come out and them. say he is or isn't. Uh, just when you look at how they present his face, he does not have the typical signs of someone who is using. He he does have symptoms of some kind of psychosis or delusion, psychosis. but that's the island. But he doesn't have the physical symptoms. He doesn't have the sunken oh, with, eyes. Of withdrawal. But okay. Yeah. So so today I, I today was it, this episode reminded me like so much of what I was doing today because I was it was just amazing. Heroin? Oh, you did a lot of heroin today. <laughs> no, unfortunately no. But I did I did serve my first uh, I did file my first restraining order. And the restraining order was against a mom who started tra- tragically started using meth again. So she's using meth in the house with this kid, and um, you know everyone's very worried. And he used, and so they 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 had to file a restraining order um, against like the kid against the mom. Again, the dad and the kid against the mom. Got it. Okay. The dad and the kid against the parent and the child. And it, they they actually filed for a move out order. They have to. She has to move out. And she ha- she has to stay away from them until like January, where, where there's a hearing, and then it might be a permanent. I got a temporary order granted, but it might be permanent later on. And I was thinking about this woman, like she keeps saying, "Yes, I'm going to rehab. I'm going to go," and then she doesn't go. I'm gonna do it. No, she doesn't do well, it. And here's the worst part: every time she says that, 
She genuinely means it. Yeah, I know exactly. She and might. She, she may very well might. She's a. She, 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 she may be a great mom. She might be a great mom, but the fucking drugs have take taken her and like, turned her into something. And, and dude, every and like every addict fucking means it when they say it, and then it just can't. They just can't. Yeah, just, man, it's, it's it, that's it, how fucking dude, and because that people that's the thing people don't unless you had dealt with addiction, like you don't fucking get it. Like you don't, you don't understand compulsion. You don't understand. You're like, we'll just stop doing drugs. Oh, thanks for that riveting fucking life advice. You sack of shit. Oh, I'm just better now. Thanks. Oh, if it was that fucking easy, everyone would just do it. You unbelievable piles of shit. No, man. Do drugs. People do. People go to rehab, come out, are like, yes, I can finally get my life on track. And then the problem, again, so it comes down to the fundamental misunderstanding of why people use drugs in the first place. Well, to, to make your point, though, Future, if if it was so easy to get off of drugs, then I think more people would actually use no, exactly. more harder drugs, right? Yeah, people just do crazy hard drugs and then not and, do And them. then go to work the next day for... Yeah, yeah and be whatever. fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with drugs is they're really, really good. And people... <laughs> People want to do so. So they are awesome. I no, no, no. This gets back to my point. It's not even that they're awesome. That that's the wrong way to phrase. Yeah, right, right. They're they're not. They're destructive. They're highly addictive. Yeah. Well, well, they're they're destructive. So again, it comes down to the misunderstanding that most people think people are doing drugs to like have a good time and party and like, and that's not. Dude, people are doing heroin because they're in deep, deep pain either physically mentally psychologically spiritually whatever they are suffering and that heroin makes that suffering go away for a little fucking bit and that's it it is cessation of pain and that is why people do heroin over and over is because that is the only time in their life that they're not fucking suffering is when they're blacked out from drugs and so that's why they go back it's the only point of their life that isn't pain and isn't shit. At least mentally. I un- we understand from the outside perspective that's not what it is. But when you're dealing with that addiction, when you're dealing with that deep suffering, like it is. Nothing's good except the drug. And that's it. And people just, they can't conceptualize that because they've never dealt with it. And so they don't understand. That's- well, this is, this is, this is, you know, turning the tables to say like, hey, well, maybe you should trust the addicts or something, or you know, no, but maybe no. it's more like it's more like this is this is a sad, unfortunate consequence of being an addict. You can never gain the trust of your loves loved ones, even when you are, you know. Well, but that's the thing faith. is, you never stop being an addict. You just stop right. doing the drug. You're always an addict. You're like that's alcoholics. You're always recovering, right? You always. Oh, you are in permanent recovery. Yeah. Like for forever, forever, ever. Like every day of your life, you're in recovery. It's not like you're gonna wake up at 44 and just have no desire to ever do heroin again. Like you're gonna struggle with that shit for forever. I know people that 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 have that issue. Bro, my, my, my buddy has been clean for over a fucking decade at this point. 
And you'll like talk to him about it and get like real with him. And he's like, dude, I, yeah, like every single day I want to do heroin every fucking day. Oh my God. That's terrible. Like every day I have to like actively not do heroin. Oh, wow. (laughs) He's been clean for like 10 years, living a good life, man. Wow. But they won't tell you that shit because no one wants to hear it. Yeah, it's tough. This woman, you know, she was sober for seven years. The woman that's the restrainee. And she um, had a baby. And then that, you know, kind of big life Rest. event yeah. relapse, caused a relapse. It's very common. You know, you have a big kind of stressful event. And then it um, causes a relapse. And the relapse is just, it's just got, it is spiraling out of control super fast and becoming very, very dangerous. So, um, well, and so that's what we're talking about. Like, you never stop being an addict and what I, I think I think this this kind of like this drama that plays out in a lot of people's homes like all over the place is very it's very it's not well talked about it's not it's not widely discussed it's something that is very I think like kind of hidden in the shadows well, it, it, so kudos it's, it's, to this episode I guess for like kind of bringing that stuff to prime yeah, time, like Disney is doing this, like this is highly stigmatized, and people don't want to accept that it's an issue. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Drugs will hit fucking the best of homes. Yeah. Wow. Good points, guys. Well, let's uh, let's get back into the uh, episode. So, sorry, we uh, deviated quite a bit. <laughs> that's there. okay. Uh, so next, we've seen Sawyer and Hurley playing blackjack when Libby walks by. And as great as the job of the hut nickname was, Sawyer calls him Jethro. Why yeah. Jethro? I don't get it. Uh Jethro Tull. Is Jethro Tull a big fat guy? Look yeah. at the hair. Oh, it's the hair? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't I mean I figured it was Jethro Tull. I just didn't get the, the Yeah, no, it's Jethro Tull. He kind of looks like the cover of Aqualung. Oh, okay. If you have ever seen Yeah. Hmm, interesting. All right, so uh, then next, the next scene we see Locke walking out of the hatch, and then Charlie's kind of waiting to talk to him. And honestly, like, I don't know, did no one notice this giant door in the middle of the forest? I mean, uh, it's I'm, a giant freaking door. I'm yeah, I think we mentioned that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think Darleton brought it up, but I, I, it just made me think it again. Like, how did no, it was? Yeah, covered in branches. But and, it's not covered in branches unless they cleared well, they out cleared the branches. No, they cleared it. it. They, they, bro, you think Machu Picchu like was the way it looked when they found it? No, they had to set the goddamn thing on fire to find all the stuff underneath it. All right, all right. If you say so, <laughs> I'll give it to you guys. <laughs> and then John asks uh, asks Charlie if he's using again, and he points out that Kate saw a horse. Uh, and a bunch of people have seen Walt, but when John's John, assuming yeah. that he's using, so does, does he have a point? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that kind of goes yeah, back to what we're talking about, but. He does have a point, but fuck Charlie for not just using the word no. All he had to do is, are you using no? No. Well, he and then he instead he went this like roundabout like you know like anger like upset route with it like everyone else sees bullshit no one questions them but when the heroin addict sees something it's got to be the heroin and I'm like yeah 
Maybe he. Yeah. Maybe Keith's right. Maybe he that, is. That, that, that's that's what's so I think infuriating for the audience, or not like that's what's so sad. This episode makes Charlie look really pitiful. It's just one thing after another. Like this is the most pitiful. This is the most like infantilizing, you know, episode. He's literally. He really is. In, no, literally, when like, they dress him up like yeah, a baby. When they dress him up like a baby. <laughs> that's the next scene. <laughs> well, but, speaking I mean, of this, just adding insult to injury. For this whole episode. Well, speaking of that, we go back to the next scene, uh, which is uh, Charlie's flashback. And Drive Shaft is doing the diapers commercial, singing You Are Everybody's. And Liam is high, gets screwed up, gets, uh, he's high and screws up the shoot, and he gets fired. Um, And he will not fire his brother, Charlie. He will not fire Liam. Jesse, isn't Charlie a good guy for keeping his junkie brother? No, you should kick him to the curb and uh, go solo, like Future said. I mean, that's the way to go. Uh, Not necessarily kick him to the curb, but like, be like, bro, you're fucked. Like, nothing sends a wake up call like getting fired from a gig by your brother and being forced to go to rehab. So I know when this show started, I think they were totally trying to give off an Oasis vibe for these two brothers. As the show goes on, they kind of pull their stories farther and farther apart. But does anyone know, did Oasis ever exist with only one of the two brothers? Does anyone know They that? had solo careers afterwards. Well, I know that. And I know uh, uh, BDI. They had, uh, had the amazing uh, Unplugged Night where Liam had a sore throat and he watched he it from the opera think- box. That well, that yeah, was just and, uh, and, was heckle- and was heckling them the whole night, like that was crazy. That was just Noel telling him, You can't handle this event. By the way, I used to be a huge Oasis fan, like they were like one of my favorite bands, and that was right around that N- MTV Unplugged day. Um, I remember watching that, I, I loved Oasis, but I don't, I kind of fell out of him. So that, do we know I mean, if there was a time where only one of them was in the band? I'm going to stab no. at no. Okay. I mean, uh, Liam did that BDI. I don't know if you guys heard that. That's good stuff. But And I want to see that documentary. I got to find it. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Anyway. Um, so then next we go into the hatch and Libby and Charlie are listening to some Perry Como and doing laundry and she asks Charlie, or she asks Hurley, if the washer and dryer seem newer than everything else in the hatch. Keith, do you think that's possible? Yeah, I mean, don't washer dryers go out like every five years? I mean, they're not going to last forever. No, they last more than five so years. So how is it possible that the washer and dryer are newer than everything else in the hatch is like from the 70s? They probably just couldn't find a washer and dryer. Well, but we're not living in the 70s, right? So apparently they've been providing, whoever's been there has been providing them stuff. So, so I don't why know not get them a new are. computer instead of a, a, a Lisa or whatever? Because, it, because if, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, Bro, it's because it's what's working. Whatever the computer's doing, it's working. Bro, if you work for a corporation, that's a legacy system. You can't get it's too <laughs> integral. You can't get rid of it. Right. You've got to get a new programmer to create the database. Yeah, and, like and it's, do all the stuff. It's it's, it's a big process. It. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if someone's fingernails grow too long, you can't cut them off because they're like 
you know, integrated into their veins. Because the, the fucking blood vessels are going through them. <laughs> They'll bleed down. If you and just... they're in National Geographic magazine. <laughs> so, all right. So Hurley, at this time, he kind of seems to think he knows Libby from somewhere. Keith, I'm going to throw this again at you. Does he know Libby from somewhere? Um, Maybe. Maybe it was somewhere in his uh, lottery flashbacks that we missed or something. I don't know. Or maybe the hospital. Jesse, does she know? Does she know where he knows her from? You think? I don't think he's put it together yet. Oh, I don't think he has. But has she? No, I don't. I don't think that uh, she has. I I one hundred percent disagree with you. I think she. I think she knows exactly where he's from. I mean, he's kind of a hard guy. I mean, he's very identifiable. Throw throw a super ball in an airport, and you'll hit thirty five women that look like Libby. Hurley kind of stands out in a crowd. <laughs> That's true, but what kind of uh, what kind of like condition was she in at that time? To like, would she be able to like you know piece it together and everything? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Maybe she just recognizes him from the plane. I don't know. From I, the TV. I guess we shall see. So anyway, he stepped on her. He stepped on her foot, even though she was in the tail of the plane. So how that happened, I don't know. So that, that is true. Uh, That's why I think she she recognized him for whatever they they knew each other hmm. on. She kind of diverged it and like because she probably That's saw him on point. the plane. She's like. That's the guy who banged my sister, uh, the lottery <laughs> winner that banged my sister. And I'll make up a story about getting stepped on because I remember him walking on the plane because obviously some that looks like Jethro Tull mixed with Jabba the Hutt, you're not going to forget them. Plus, he was on the cover of a Weezer album. I mean, geez. Or was that later? Anyway. Yeah, um, she's Marguerite Moreau's uh, sister. Yes. And uh, that's how it all comes together. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, so next we see Anna Lucia building a little living space, and Jack comes uh, helping her, and he tells him about Mr. Friendly putting the gun to Kate's head. And, of course, as we mentioned earlier, she asks him if he's hitting that. she a little <laughs> jealous, you think? I'm more confused on how many tarps this plane had in its. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> they have a tarp for every fucking occasion. When was the last time you packed a tarp on the airplane? Well, I mean, Shannon's tarp did become available, and I think if you kill someone, you get their tarp. Isn't that? Yeah. Isn't that in the Lord <laughs> part of like the uh, transcontinental um, yeah, airplane. Yeah, you get their power and their tarp. That's the island. It's Highland, Highlander rules on the island. Yeah. You know, it's like you get all their stuff. So. If only Saeed had asked her to marry him, he would have gotten it. If there could be only one. <laughs> through the island probate yeah. system. <laughs> All right. So then Charlie is walking through the forest and he goes and grabs his heroin. And we kind of bounce back and forth between this scene and then uh, his flashback where Liam got kicked out of the house by Karen because he dropped the baby. Does do not drop the baby. But it might happen. Keith, you ever drop any of the babies? Only in the pool. So uh, when I was, my kid was a baby, he rolled off the changing table 
And I'm like, no. And I stuck my foot out and I broke his fall. So he landed on my leg. But was, that, he's still. So you like kicked him just to change the direction of the fall. So it, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Um, I think he rolled off the couch once uh, when my wife was with him. But I did catch him and broke the fall. So, but that's freaking scary. And I wasn't on heroin. Did I do that when I drop a glass or something? You mean I was, take it just I, to change the direction? I was probably on some hardcore tots, though. Love me some tater tots. All right. So, um, all right. So then, then Charlie plays this new okay. song that he wrote for Liam. Sorry. <laughs> Reliving the glory days. Um, Part of that's why we take a tater tot break. I wish. (laughs) So uh, he plays this new song for Liam. Of course, Liam asks him if he has any drugs. We go back to Charlie holding the drugs. um, And John shows up telling him he's disappointed. So look, I I don't know. This kind of bothers me. So Charlie's an addict who's trying to clean up, right? We know we can, we can all agree on that. And he's got a shit ton of heroin that he has not touched according to yeah, that's, according that, to us. So Jesse doesn't him having the heroin, not using it, just prove how strong and how uh, over his addiction he is. Can't we see oh, why yeah. doesn't John see it, Jesse? Uh, Locke is he's blind, you know. So what he had the rainy day heroin, you know, fun here. So like whatever. Like you know, it, it just makes him feel better knowing it's there. Even he's not going to use it. I mean, honestly, I think it proves how strong he is that he's got all that heroin. I know I'm how kind of busting people, your balls because you hate Charlie, but. How many people have died in agony because Charlie stashed all that heroin? Just Boone. Who cares about Boone? <laughs> yeah, I brought up this point earlier. Like, they shouldn't have burned all that. They're desperate for pain medication on this island. Like, yeah, Locke actually has the right idea by putting it in the safe. Like, you know, yeah, totally. like, like, yeah, you take all your heavy narcotics and you lock them up safe somewhere. I don't know why. Plus, that might people. get you in good with the right other, Mister Friendly. Yeah, you might like a toke well, or so. Exactly. Do a bubble <laughs> with Fucking giant pile of black tar heroin is a bargaining chip on this island. If you need to get rescued, if you need. Bro, that is currency to get the fuck off the island right there. Yeah, for whatever 30, whatever, how many years that plane has been on there. It looks like it's been on there a long time. Um, Just for how decomposed everything is. Like, how has no one not found this heroin? How has Mr. Friendly not stumbled upon this plane? Well, you're assuming they're like, care to look for it. Uh, I guess that's true. By the way, um, heroin. I was surprised that um, when um, Mr. Friendly was giving um, Charlie a hard time about the heroin, I thought he was going to be the like the enforcer of keeping the heroin away from Charlie. Surprised they brought John Lack John Locke back into it, you know, to uh, take over that role. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, that, that's what I meant. Echo. Sorry, not. Mr. Yeah, I was like, Mr. Yeah. Friend. Sorry. <laughs> no, here. you guys were saying that and it was stuck in my head. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was yes. piecing it together. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he means echo. Like, <laughs> yes. I was just going to let you fall down that well. Man, just, no, you got you to gotta clean that shit up, man. People get confused. <laughs> Actually, I was trying to figure out what he's saying. I'm like, what? what? I yeah, but you just walked by. You're like, oh, yeah, good point. Okay. I'm like, no. 
No, no, don't walk by. That made no fucking sense. We need to hang on. All right. So then next we go. Sorry, I was I was being stereotyped. That's all right. Next we go to Claire asking John about her and Aaron sleeping in the hatch, and he tells her it's not a good idea because of the alarm, and he tells her that he will set up his his spot by her. Um, tells him about Charlie asking to baptize the baby. He calls it spiritual insurance. I like that. Never heard that before. I kind of like that. Um, and then he says it's unnecessary. So does, is it weird having our man of faith be apparently anti-baptism? What maybe he's not Baptist. Well, well, what do you mean anti-baptism? Well, he does. He, he told her that it's not necessary to get baptized. That that the whole Catholic Catholic view of baptism is just like, uh, how did he put it? Uh, spiritual insurance. Right. I don't know. If that's I didn't say he, he. I don't think he meant that that wasn't needed. He was just saying it's it is insurance for going to heaven. Mm. That's the way it, I took it. And I, I just hate the whole faith with it. Yup. Yeah, man. In a dress, sprinkles some magic water on your face. You get to go to heaven. That makes no, sense. But you know what? You know what it really is. It's really, it, it's a, re, it's really a ritual to bond people into a community of worship. You know, subservience, not and, worship. Well, it could be. It could be. You're right. It, it, and I'm not going to disagree with that. It, it is an act of but subservience. It, it, it can be, but it's not necessarily it that way. <laughs> it is. I think some rituals have a very positive effect on, you know, just everybody. Um, And there's, by the way, uh, I don't know. On an individual and communal level. Are are any of you guys Catholic? Anyone? Yeah, me neither. But apparently there's a lot that they got wrong with Catholicism in this episode. Surprise, Uh, fucking surprise. I chalk it up to Echo not being an actual priest. Like he had never been trained. He doesn't know any of this stuff. He's just kind of taken the guy. Yeah, the guy's a like drug he's, he's, Yeah, well, he, I, he's like so. Whenever he makes mistakes, I'm like, yeah, he he's a, he was a drug dealer. Like he, yeah, he doesn't a, know. Yeah, but I did, didn't he live the life of a priest for a while? Like, I mean, only yeah, since but, the island. Like, well, I guess. Well, no, but, I mean, like, since uh, the plane took off, he lived as a priest until he ended up on the plane, I would assume. In my I mean, mind, he was a priest for it, years. Just like you never stop being an addict, you never stop being a drug dealing warlord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, at that yeah. point, he doesn't go to like seminary school or whatever is all that's involved in becoming a priest. Like, he just like already is an active priest out in the world like he doesn't he's not going through like all of that stuff so i don't know what all that involves but i'm sure it's got to be you know some study involved my my man's slinging religion to villages that don't have anything they can barely fucking read like he can wing it as he goes and they'll just believe him which is also why i kind of hate religion hopefully we find out why that plane is so old then if he's not been a priest all that long all right, so then uh, Charlie gets matches. Anyone got any idea where he gets matches from? I uh, no. The hatch, maybe? maybe. He's probably the same place the tarps were on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tarps and matches. 
Sarbs so, matches, water purification tablets. Yeah. yeah. So All he's, the island survival stuff is pretty pretty well-packed plan. So he starts a fire, and uh, he kidnaps a baby. Before that, we get a quick uh, flashback um, where Charlie gets home and sees that Liam sold the piano and took the money and went to Sydney. Charlie is pissed. Yeah, but this it's the scenes where you're like, okay, well, maybe Charlie is fucking doing heroin because – Starting a fire to steal a baby to baptize it so that it gets the fucking heaven insurance is the plan of a drugged up madman. Yes, yes. I mean, he could have taken the heroin instead, right? What's the big deal? He just kidnapped a baby and tried to baptize it. I mean, does he deserve the ass whooping that John gave him? In the ocean? Uh, Kind of. Do you have to be in the middle of the ocean in the middle of the night? I don't know. What? what? Did you just use like a glass of water? Uh, yeah, Echo used a magic coconut. So whatever. <laughs> All right. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not the plan of a sane mind. This is the plan of a lunatic. It's just another in a long line of insane decisions influenced by religion that has had, that has occurred. Like, it's just yep. you know. But why does Charlie all of a sudden have religion? Because of the dreams? Yeah, because he's a fucking psycho. And- oh, okay, okay. The, 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 this is a very good question. It's the, 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 the show's making it appear to the rest of the show, the people on the show, like the rest of the characters, that Charlie is having some kind of, you know, fit from being, um, you know, in withdrawal or being addicted to heroin or he's high or whatever. But it's actually the island trying to send maybe some kind of a, a, a you know uh, a dream message or something a vision just like others have had and you know he wants to take it seriously he's going he's 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 taking this as seriously i guess as the others are taking it but he's doing this very dangerous behavior but that's what you know, he's all the island the island is fucking with him yeah oh i never thought that i never thought about that that makes sense well, well, we. What else could be? Well, well, why else is he having visions? Well, what yeah. did you think it was? Yeah, no, I, I didn't even. I just I, assumed he yeah, was having bad been. dreams. I don't know, but you're right. Uh, the island probably put those dreams in him. No, the, I, oh, the island absolutely. is definitely communing with him, and it's being mistaken for this heroin, you know. Well, and uh, the island's uh, the one making him sleepwalk and shit. It's not right. just him, you know, blacking out and doing stuff. It's the island stuff, oh, right? But you, you so know, why doesn't John embrace that? John's all about the island, the island. Because the island. that's what's so brilliant about it. Okay, because because it looks like he's just a fucking junkie. Yeah, like and Delock is like, furious, and 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 the, and the show, and, and by the end of it, you're I I felt really pissed at Charlie because I'm just like, what the you know, this guy's just got to get it together. But it was the island manipulating him. But at the same time, Charlie could have saved himself. With just using his words at any point throughout this, I agree and, with that too. And just like doesn't, yeah. Okay, so as he when he snaps out of it, he says like, "I don't know what I'm doing here." The first time when he's in the water, the second time he's like, "I'm trying to save him. I'm trying to save him." At that point, you know, he's still kind of believing his own <laughs> bullshit. You know, he's like. 
no, I'm trying something is something positive. I'm doing I'm trying to do something positive. I'm trying to do something good. But you know, it's clear that everyone is scared. At that point, he should probably let go of this, you know, this you know, this idea. Well, that was the best part when he's like, Echo, Echo, tell him, tell him. And Echo's like, bro, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, absolutely not. not. Like, you're me not into this. dragging me into this. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's like, so and, then, and then later, later when she came up and asked Echo about it, he was like, I did not tell him to do that. Yeah, immediately. He's <laughs> like, I did not tell Charlie to do that. I'm sorry he misunderstood. Like, he was like, bro. No, 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 no. I, no. Like, don't <laughs> point the finger at me. I'm not saving your ass on this one. <laughs> nice. All right, so then we cut to the next morning. Jack goes to help Charlie. And how gross was it, Jack, putting that stitch on Charlie's face? That's kind of gross. And then uh, Claire goes to see Echo to get herself and Aaron baptized. John goes. an idiot. <laughs> Who? Claire, she is just like the most impressionable dum dum that ever dum dum her pretty face across a beach. Up, oh, Shannon has a replacement. I uh, yeah, I just she's not as outward like complete. She's not she's not as hostily annoying. Shannon was like actively like you hated Shannon. Claire is just stupid. And you're like, can you just stop being dumb for five minutes? It would be amazing. Yeah. And we see yeah. Locke uh, changing the combination on the armory safe room and puts a heroin in there, like we said. Um, and then nothing must have happened that day because it cuts to nighttime and Charlie puts his hood up over his head. Keith, is Charlie a villain now? Or is he becoming a villain, you think? <laughs> Um, I didn't think of it that way, but now that you say that, that sounds that they're trying to insinuate that. I mean, that was he's the, he's the, yeah, he's the evil druggie. You think he might what, uh, yeah. get revenge on Locke? Um, born in the darkness. <laughs> yes and no, but I mean, he put those bottle, he put those um, um, vases up in the um, in the vault. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to come back whether Charlie ever gets down there and sees them like that. That will oh, come yes. around. The, the, those famous Virgin Mary vases. And then lost kind of like Finn in the movie fat girl lost. Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, I took an I took an edible before this. If it's if it's kicking in, I'm sorry. If it all makes sense. <laughs> edibles. The edible episodes. Yes. Edible episodes. Ooh, there you go. Watch out, edible underwear. We've got edible episodes. <laughs> well, guys, it's that part of the show. Last week was a bloodbath of sorts, with someone, one person actually dying. This week. We only say goodbye to Claire and Aaron burning in hell one day. Thanks to the great minister, Mr. Echo. Oh, but like, you can still sin again, right? Well, it depends on what you believe. Some religions believe all you have to do is get baptized and you go to heaven. Some believe you have to get physically dunked. They believe that if I get baptized as an infant and go around and rape and murder for the rest of my life, 
it's totally fine. Some people believe that, yeah. They're fucking wrong. <laughs> I don't care what they believe. Those people are fucking well, hey, wrong. We should we should just go get baptized in that religion and then and then it doesn't matter, right? No, go back to being I, that is incorrect. Their faith <laughs> is wrong. I don't fucking get if you are of that faith and you're listening right now. Fucking get some critical thinking skills. You are wrong. So then what about the people that believe that on your deathbed, you can just say, I'm sorry, also I accept wrong. Jesus, and, and now they're in heaven. wrong. You don't get to presto change you a lifetime of being a pile of shit by telling a man in a dress that you're sorry. I'm so, it's not, no, no, no. Some people you believe you just stuff. have to say five go vols and you'll be in heaven. You had me with at man with a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Stole. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's some uh, some cross-dressing um, nurses or something. That's the priest. <laughs> man in the dress is the priest. I don't say sorry. I say thank you. <laughs> All right. So that is fire and water. I'll actually say the name correctly for a change. So Jesse, we're finally over it. And how uh, how do we get rewarded? Sawyer episode next week, kids. Yes. <laughs> See, but at least at water. least at least John Locke punched the shit out of <laughs> Charlie. Out of Charlie. Even though I, I don't know why I, that felt so good to see that <clears> though, he wasn't actually using. Uh, we just don't like Charlie. And yeah, I guess not. Yeah, like I just enjoyed watching. Hey, again, he you, you didn't do anything to save himself at it's any. It's for point. all. It's all. It's for the, all the past screw ups. That's what it is. John Locke did what we've been wanting to do. You want to watch past screw ups because he's dumb. You're like Charlie. If you could just like use your words here, you would be fine. But you can't. So I'm gonna enjoy watching you get punched instead. Like that's <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. So, <laughs> any final thoughts on this episode, guys? Good riddance. Over. Uh, anyone think the episode was anything less than the worst episode we've had so far? Second to worst, maybe. Yeah, I really hated the Jin and Sun episode, but this one's right there with it. Uh, this one's way worse. I do have the to la- admit. The, 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 the last Charlie episode was worse. I have to admit, for being a, a crappy episode of Lost, this has been a pretty good podcast, I think. I've enjoyed well, it. I mean, we're amazing, even if the show is bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a couple rants, but they were very productive. Like the rants are the best part. All right, guys. So we will see you next week as we break down and discuss... Episode 13, this, the, the, we're on the back part, man, next week. Back part as we get the long con. Nice, nice. All right, guys, we'll see what, you yes, next I'm week. Wideopenmic.net, all of our shows, including Firecast with us with Huge. Uh, we have to go back. Uh, a Lost Rewatch podcast on Facebook. I'm terrible. I don't even know if I'm Maybe I shouldn't promote it. We have to go back.net is our other website that links to the Wide Open Mic. We will see you next week, guys. Love ya. See ya. Peace.